This is something that I've been doing to the point in Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it, and the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. We're going to save the uh, for tomorrow. We need Eric here. <coughs> Excuse me. And Eric Fry. <sighs> it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Come in to another cold day, another cold edition of the uh, starting lineup. But we trek on here, and maybe there's light at the end of the tunnel. Cold's going to return this weekend, but maybe by the time this week we'll be above freezing, but, or at least above single digit temperatures. What's happening out there? My name is Travis Sparks alongside Eric Fry, and we're here. On the uh, starting lineup for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up, of course, we got some local sports uh, to uh, hit up on from uh, last night. Got the schedule for you today. See what's going down in there. See who's postponed or moved games or whatnot with all the school cancellations as well that you can follow along on the website, fmradio.com. Check those out. And also, uh, we'll be hitting up on... Well, we told you a little bit about the college basketball action uh, from over the weekend, and uh, we'll actually dive into that uh, Illini game uh, against uh, Maryland uh, today since it's uh, Illini Tuesday here on the uh, program. We'll also be hitting up, uh, of course, on the couple games that were there on Wild Card Weekend to uh, finish up the festivities uh, there, and we will uh, take a look at uh, the divisional matchups as they are set after last night's two games. And we'll also be hitting up on some other basketball as well, ABA. And we'll try to touch on some other things uh, there as well. We'll just see what comes along and what comes down the uh, pipeline uh, here on the uh, program today. So, of course, uh, thanks for uh, joining us. And if uh, whatever you don't get to here in the Trusher Show, we get to in the podcast some sort of a fashion. And, of course, the uh, starting lineup and the podcast is brought to you by McMahon Meets Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and a Teutopolis State Bank. All right, so I uh, set the table, and uh, we are going to need to uh, jump right into the show. Got lots to uh, dive into here today on this Tuesday edition, Taco Tuesday, 
Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this to be. It's also January 16th, 2024. We uh, kick it off with a segment we call First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And, of course, we're starting off with, uh, maybe some of you heard that, maybe you didn't. I uh, didn't have the red button pressed down there. but That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, last night, uh, the uh, Super Wild Card weekend uh, wrapped up there, and uh, this game was uh, postponed from uh, Sunday. And uh, these people in Buffalo got the uh, stadium ready, or at least the field ready. Uh, I thought it was funny on X the year there yesterday is it looked like they moved all the snow from the field and it looked like they'd moved it all into the stands and whatnot. It was uh, kind of uh, humorous to see the Steelers fans and people waiting their uh, way through the snow just to get their seats and whatnot. So tough environment there in Orchard Park, but uh, the Bills ended up coming away with the uh, dub here and uh, they move on 31-17 was the uh, final score. Steelers tried to make it close, and it was close there for a little bit. What it was like 24 to 17, uh, but then the Bills got that uh, late touchdown uh, there to pretty much seal it, and uh, Buffalo advances on. Travis, I want to ask you because the question was asked to me, and I had a, an answer, so I'm, I want to get your answer. Mm-hmm. Would you trudge through that? What sporting event would you trudge through that to go sit at? Because it wouldn't be a wild card playoff game for me. That's yeah. not. That's sorry. Maybe I'm not a diehard fan. That's not big enough for me to sit in that cold and that snow for. Right. I mean, yeah, I definitely discussed on the show. I went to that wild card game in Kansas City, nope. and that I didn't have the snow that was involved here, but. Yeah, it would be a, a tough ask to uh, to go to this game uh, if I were a, a Bills fan. I mean, Bills Mafia, strong, contingent is strong, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough ask. I probably wouldn't have waded through that uh, snow just to get to my seat and everything. I probably would have just stayed at home. If the Rams, I mean, maybe if you gave me free tickets, possibly. If the Rams were still in St. Louis and didn't play in a dome. Would you go see an NFC Championship game there? Ooh, NFC Championship. NFC Championship. Yeah, see, now we're talking. See, I I, I would probably go do that for an NFC Championship, a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. something along those lines. Wild card playoff round, first round? Don't think so. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Illinois national title if it was played at a cold weather arena outdoors. Oh, well, yeah, I yes. bet because that's never going to happen. Never happen. So, so I don't know when I'm going to get it again. Here I thought in 2005 we'd be in the national championship every other year or the final four every other know, year. Right? But <laughs> nope, that's uh, not to be. But, yeah, I'd say uh, NFC championship I would uh, strongly consider it. And uh, the Illini I would strongly consider yep. it as well. Yep. But wild card. Probably, probably not going to happen. Yeah. No. Uh, But uh, Josh Allen uh, delivered there yesterday. He had uh, four total touchdowns, uh, three through the air, and then one there on the uh, ground uh, there. So uh, primetime player Josh Allen uh, comes through and 
uh, helps Buffalo uh, win this one uh, there yesterday. And like I mentioned, I mean, Pittsburgh made it closer there, uh, but I thought it was never really a doubt uh, Buffalo had this one. Um, you know, only 106 yards rushing uh, for the uh, Steelers there yesterday. And you would think a cold weather environment uh, probably would have been more suited for the run game, but they were basically shut down uh, there yesterday. Uh, Najee Harris pretty much a non-factor uh, there. Um, and Buffalo was just uh, probably when you come into the game, you'd probably figure that they were probably already against uh, behind the eight ball. Uh, there, but uh, Buffalo just too much for him uh, there yesterday. And Travis, you greatly talked about the demise of the Buffalo Bills. One I of the did. teams you said was was done. I did, yeah. Travis, I think that they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It is not, and here's why. Because I trust them more than I trust Baltimore, if Baltimore gets there. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes has never won in the playoffs on the road. Well, yeah, because he's never done he's it. He's never had to do it. Exactly. He's going to have to do it. He's got to go to Buffalo. Yeah. That's a, a different environment, mm-hmm. we'll say. So that should it be is. a good one this weekend. Yeah, it's definitely what everyone's uh, watching out for, and that's the last game of the day. So, yep. yeah, that's going to be everyone's going to be looking out for uh, that one, but uh, Buffalo's a season of treks on the Steelers. It comes to a close there, one and done for uh, Pittsburgh. Hey, at least you had a winning record uh, there again. And there's still uh, people questioning Coach if Tomlin. Tomlin's going to get fired. Well, yeah, he was kind of asked about that in the postgame presser, and he just abruptly leaves. And, and I don't mid question. I don't blame him. Yeah. Like, let's not talk about that today. Let's talk about this game and what happened, and let's talk about the season. Like, yeah. quit making it about him. Hmm. Yeah. So that's me. They're uh, having an uncertain future there for uh, Coach Tomlin. And, um, I mean, they just have to figure out what they're going to do with this quarterback situation. Yeah. Um, you know, was Katie Pickett impressive enough? No. Mason Rudolph, you're going to trek on with him. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, what are you going to do there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but that's the uncertain future there in uh, Pittsburgh. They truck on, and I heard on NBC there on Sunday about uh, Coach Tomlin's going to take a step away from the football for a little bit to try to decide what he's going to do. So maybe he might end up deciding to walk away. He might take the decision out of their hands and whatnot, kind of like what he does after every mm-hmm. uh, season. Or whatnot. So uh, that was the first game of the uh, day. Not a plan to doubleheader, but that's what ended up happening. And uh, Monday Night Football there on uh, the uh, Mothership. And it was the uh, Buccaneers dominating the Eagles. That's right. The Eagles, they are cooked. They're done. And when uh, Philadelphia loses, Travis wins. And boy, oh boy, it was a beatdown. 32-9. Love to see it there last night. Uh, with the Bucks eliminating the Eagles. Yeah, and Travis, who are you more disappointed in, the Eagles or the Cowboys? That's the question of the day. Well, look, I I saw some people talk about that on the first take. Mm-hmm. I know Stephen A. was always going to lean the Cowboys, yeah. 
But as far as I'm concerned, yeah, you did see this Eagles collapse coming because they've now lost, what, six of their last seven games to close out the season. So in that perspective, you did see it coming, but it's got to be the Eagles. You look like you were the best team. 10-1. You were 10-1 on the season. 10-1. You're cruising. Cruising right along. And you don't even get to 12 wins. You only get one more win. And so... I think it's most disappointing in the Eagles because are we really surprised that the Dallas collapsed? No. 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 Not really. I I agree with you. I, I think it's you're, you're most disappointed in the Eagles for yeah. sure because they have the experience and the pedigree. They've been to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, but they know mm-hmm. how to win in the postseason. Dallas doesn't know how to win in the postseason. Yeah. Everyone who was on the the team that won the Super Bowl is in this in the Hall of Fame now. There ain't nobody mm-hmm. playing on a football field from those Cowboys teams. They're not expected to be there. Yeah. Eagles are, and especially not losing to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, a guy who was written off, I think, about four three years ago mm-hmm. when he got cut by the Browns, and then he went to the Rams, I think, for a cup of coffee. He did, yeah. He filled in when Stafford got hurt and last year. And now he's with the Buccaneers and beating the Eagles handedly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Domination in there. Last night, I know Jalen Hurts is uh, baked up a little bit, but uh, something happened here with uh, Philadelphia yep. with something uh, in the locker room that maybe we don't know about uh, because it just completely fell apart there and self-destructed, and they were uh, yelling at each other on the sidelines or – they not yelling at each other, but uh, Goddard was showing his displeasure uh, there with uh, Hurts, and maybe that's just frustration uh, creeping through uh, there. But uh, Philadelphia, the uh, great collapse of mm-hmm. the 2023-2024 uh, season. Um, you don't really know exactly what went wrong. I mean, that security guard got taken off the sidelines, and then they started to lose. So mm. maybe that's uh, some correlation there. I don't know. I don't know, but in the NFL, you can't put up nine points and win. No, and I mean, I was in the second quarter uh, there, but, uh, you know, uh, Philadelphia, they had a great start to the season, and then uh, they lost to the Jets there, and then, you know, they beat uh, Miami, uh, they beat the Cowboys, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Bills there. That's what's so crazy is they that they went that run where they had a sandwich in there. They beat the commanders, but they beat those teams, and mm-hmm. then it all started to fall apart in that 49ers game. And you understand that, San Francisco, number one overall seed right uh, there. But then that made some uh, wholesale changes there. They switched up defensive play callers, so they went to Matt Patricia for the defense, and that didn't work out too well no. at all. And now some major changes are being talked about uh, there. This is why people wonder why I despise Philadelphia. They're mm-hmm. so, so fickle of, you know, now all of a sudden we're talking about getting this uh, uh, coach out of here. And you were just 10-1 and one however many weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But now it's time for him to go. Mm-mm. And I know the Philadelphia kind of brought it on themselves. Uh, he talked a lot of – uh, crap, and he did so last year, but you'll forgive it because you were winning, but now you faulted 
down the stretch. He had the AFC East on lock. He had the number one seed. I don't want to say on lock because when he lost the 49ers. But you had the East at least locked down until you didn't. Yep. So uh, now you're going to sit and fester with that for the entire offseason. And you're also going to face some questions of your veteran players of whether they're going to come back or not. And one of those veteran players is going to be Jason Kelsey. Yep. And he already told teammates that he plans on retiring uh, here now that the season is over. If you watched the, the game there at the end, mm-hmm. uh, he was very emotional towards the end of the game. And you could tell in his eyes he's ready to hang it up. Well, yeah, he's got a thriving podcast and he's got to go watch <laughs> his, uh, you know, his sister-in-law, soon-to-be sister-in-law there uh, perform and, and watch his brother play uh, in Kansas City. So he's a very busy man. Sure, he will. And yeah, Mama be, Kelsey just has to wear one jersey. It'll be just fun. Mm-hmm. A bounce back uh, there. You know, he's also got some kiddos uh, there at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, there they kind of make some uh, appearances sometimes. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think he'll be uh, just fine. And he's going to uh, go down as one of the uh, best uh, centers of all time. And he's probably a future Hall of Famer Yep. Uh, there. So. I decided to uh, hang it up, and we'll see what else, who else decides to hang it up there in Philadelphia. They already got some other veteran players that they ran down towards the end of the season. All right, uh, so uh, that uh, does it for Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, the uh, divisional matchups are uh, set for Saturday and uh, Sunday. And uh, the uh, Saturday matchup, uh, there is the uh, Texans going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Currently here on this Tuesday morning, Baltimore favored by nine points mm-hmm. here over C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Yep, this should be a good one. We'll have more stats on these games coming up later on this week. Uh, definitely. Uh, then the uh, Packers will be in a San Fran to take on the uh, 49ers. That was already set. We didn't know whether it was going to be Saturday or Sunday. Right. It's going to be Saturday. Yep. And the 49ers open up as 10-point favorites against Jordan Love and the Packers. And then with the win last night, whoever won that game was going to be traveling to Detroit. Look at this. They haven't had a playoff game in Detroit in over 30 years, and they get it in back-to-back weeks Mm -hmm. here. They're going to be hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there at 2 o'clock on Sunday, and the Lions open up at six-point favorites here to begin the week. Mm -hmm. And then, like Eric mentioned, the game that everyone wants to see, the main event of it all, it's the Chiefs-Bills they're at 5.30, and uh, Buffalo open up as two-and-a-half-point favorites uh, there. Usually it's Chiefs-Bills in Arrowhead, but instead we're going to Orchard, Orchard Park because that's how it shakes out. And don't forget the two playoff games on Saturday you can hear right here on 99 The Game. Mm, very nice. So we'll have Texans-Ravens followed by the 49ers and the Packers. And the tickets are not so cheap this time around, no. like the wild card game. I know that a couple of people I've talked to, like, oh, hey, you know, the Chiefs are giving away $30 playoff tickets at Arrowhead. Uh, maybe not so much Yeah, this weekend, including that Lions ticket here on ESPN. Tickets are as low as $519. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, you haven't got the playoffs in forever. I guess those are the prices. That's right. <laughs> for Detroit. <laughs> All right. So uh, that uh, does it for a super wild card weekend uh, there. 
we look forward to two of the divisional matchups there. And, of course, those two matchups on a Saturday right here on 98.9. Mm-hmm. All right, so we move along here, and we move on into uh, some uh, local sports here, some local basketball that happened there uh, last night, and we'll get you set for the schedule for uh, today. And that's what we're talking about on the way here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. This is Lucas Kroening with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together we can save lives. Bad hair day? Bad day at the office? Bad day behind the wheel? Hey, stuff happens, even to the best of us. At least your car insurance rate doesn't have to take a hit. Get Erie Rate Lock from Erie Insurance. Gives you a great rate that stays put until you change a car, driver, or your address. Plus, seriously good service. Now that's something to smile about. Your Erie agent in Effingham is Weiss Insurance. Get a quote at 217-342-9777 or visit weissinsurance.com. Erie Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage and is not available in all states. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate, best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos? You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty Meaty early, early, cheesy, cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's an ice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And now. Already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Let's take a look at uh, some local sports uh, that happened uh, there yesterday. And uh, we'll start out in the uh, Vandalia Girls Mid-Winter Tournament. There in FEM was a participant here in this tournament as it was FEM picking up the win over Salem JV 
as they won here 66 to 20 was the uh, final score. FEM jumped out to a 28 to 2 uh, lead, and uh, everybody pretty much got in the scoring column here. Uh, Wolf, she had a 12 points, and Donaldson and Martin both added 11, and Beals had a 10. The double figure scores there for FEM. It was the uh, two seed of Centralia against the uh, seven seed of Vandalia. And Centralia was victorious. 50 to 15 was the final there. The NTC tournament tipped off there in Beecher City there yesterday. And we had the eight seed of South Central pick up the win over the ninth seed of North Clay, 61 to 47. And it was Webster leading the way for South Central. And actually, Kaylin Swift had 20 points as well. And both her and Webster had that. Johnson added 15 for South Central. There, Ballard had 24 for North Clay. Uh, but uh, that was the only double-figure score uh, there. So uh, South Central Aid advances on, and they'll advance on uh, to uh, tonight's matchup. We'll talk about it here in a second. Uh, St. Anthony, they picked up the win over Windsor's Two Straws by a 62-23 uh, final score. St. Anthony uh, got out to a good lead, a 19-2-5 after one quarter of uh, play, and then uh, led 29-2-9 uh, uh, after uh, at halftime uh, there, uh, Vonderheide, uh, she led the way. She had 28 points. Addison Rios added 11 double-figure scores for uh, St. Anthony. Uh, Ruhal was right there with 9. Um, and Kinkler led the way for the Hatchets. She had a 7 uh, there. It was a uh, Brownstown uh, St. Elmo with a narrow win against County Herc Beecher City, and it was a 49-42 final score. As uh, Brownstown, they got out to the 12-5 lead. They're in the early going. Calvin Herrick Beecher City got back in it there uh, by halftime and only trailed by a little bit. And then uh, played even with them there in the fourth and only got outscored by three. So it looks like that first quarter really kind of did uh, did in Cowden. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Hazlitt uh, with 31 points there uh, yesterday. Diana Hazlitt and also a Seaball with 11 points as well to a lead of Brownstown uh, there. And it looks like no one got in the double-figure column for Cowden, uh, but Stuckemeyer was right there with eight points uh, there. So uh, Brownstown advances on. And in the last game of the day there, it was uh, the five over the four, five-seed Dietrich winning over the four-seed Nioga, 60-54. to uh, 54. So it looks like no Three-time repeat performance for Dioga. Dietrich pulls off the upset uh, there. As a Dietrich, they got off to the 13-10 uh, to uh, uh, 10 lead. Uh, but then Dioga only trailed by a point there at halftime. But Dietrich takes control there. 22-15 to 15 outscore him in the third. Uh, Nioga outscore him 21-16 in the fourth. But ultimately, third quarter and the first quarter was the difference uh, there. And the Maroons pick up the win. Uh, Britain, she had 16 to lead the way for uh, Dietrich. And uh, Tegler, she had a 12 there. It was uh, Richards with 18 for Nioga. And Campbell also had 15. And Sampson added a 10. But it's Dietrich moving on and upsetting Nioga. Yep. Uh, there. And uh, that one. Good win there for uh, Dietrich. Yeah, and uh, currently, just like March Madness, you know, off to a 500 start, 2-2 two two for me, mm -hmm. for my predictions. Yep. 
of the NTC. That's what happens when we make predictions. <laughs> it does. Uh, in the Highland Girls Basketball Tournament, uh, there uh, Topless and uh, Hillsboro were participates in that, but Topless was off there yesterday. Uh, Civic Memorial, they defeated Belleville West 72-24. Uh, Triad uh, won against Hillsboro 53-33. Alden Marquette over Oakville 45-29. And Nashville defeats O'Fallon 63-56. In the Liga Prairie Conference Tournament, they're at Unity Christian High School, and this one was in Decatur as well. Uh, Sullivan, they defeated the United Seed Unity Christian 71-10, so the number one seed Sullivan advances on. Five seed Sarah Gordo against the four seed Arthur 42-23, and the eight seed Argenta won over the 12 seed Heritage 69-36. Over at the other location, St. Paul's Church, it was uh, Tri-County, the three-seed over the six-seed Cumberland, 45-41 to uh, 41 in a close one uh, there. Tri-County got up to the early lead, a 12-8, but Cumberland actually took the lead at halftime there. But Tri-County, they outscore the Pirates 18-6 there in the third, but Cumberland outscored them in the, thir- in the fourth quarter uh, to almost uh, pull off that win. Uh, but a Tri-County ends up uh, holding on and pulling it out. Armstrong led the way. She had 18. Uh, McLean had 12 points as well. Double-figure scorers there. Looks like a Carr led the way for Cumberland. Uh, she had a 15 in the loss there. Yep. Uh, the two-seed Arcola, they won easily over Okaw Valley. 61-21 was the final. A little Illini Conference tournament uh, had a couple of games there yesterday in Lawrenceville. It was Newton with the win over Lawrenceville, 51-2-20 was the final. Newton got off to a strong start, 16-4 after one quarter of play, and I outscored him, obviously, the rest of the way. Uh, Cameron Martin led the way for Newton. She had 20. Uh, Kessler almost had double figures. She was with eight points there. Uh, Bolt led all scores for Lawrenceville. She had 11 and it was Casey winning the rivalry game against a Marshall in the tournament. 39-35 was the final there. In a Central Illinois Conference action, we had a Porta defeat Warrensburg-Latham, 56-18. Central A&M with a win over South Fork, 51-41. And a Tuscola was supposed to square off with um, Murrow Forsyth, but that game was canceled due to the weather. And a boys basketball there yesterday in the South Central Conference, particularly the Litchfield Rick Memorial, uh, Rick McGraw Memorial Tournament. It was Roxanne over Pena, 41-39. Civic Memorial over Hillsboro, 80-60. Greenville winning over Taylorville, 50-29. And Nicomas winning over Father McGivney, 43-35 was the final. Local action for today on the uh, docket. In the girls' basketball, the Highland Basketball Tournament there at Topless is back in action in the consolation bracket. They are taking on Belleville East at 4 o'clock. Waterloo against Collinsville at 5.30. And then Breeze Modern Day scores off against Taylorville on the championship side of things at 7 o'clock. Breeze Central against Highland at 8.30 uh, there. The NTC tournament it continues uh, tonight. It's the number one seed Altamont against the eight seed uh, South Central, tipping off at uh, six o'clock, and the ninth seed uh, North Clay, after losing the game yesterday, slides into the consolation side with the Windsor's two straws to match up at uh, seven thirty. And uh, also a programming note that Altamont South Central game 
We'll be on our airwaves over on uh, Jack FM, mm. 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. So uh, we're in Beecher City tonight for the our first night of the National Trail Conference Tournament yep. for the Altamont Lady Indians and in South Central. They just matched up, uh, say, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. It all kind of blends together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Altamont was victorious in uh, that matchup uh, last time out. Uh, in the Apollo, we have Charleston going to Terre Haute, South Vigo, Muhammad Seymour at Morton, or at least scheduled to do that. A uh, little line night conference tournament. You got Mount Carmel against Olney, and this is on the championship side, so these are the semifinal games. Mount Carmel against Olney at 6 o'clock, and Paris against Robinson at 7.30 uh, there. Litchfield is at a Farther McGivney as well. Boys basketball, a couple of changes here. We have Topolis saying a Danville was supposed to match up today, but that was uh, canceled, and I believe they will make that up at a later date, but uh, just uh, postpone mm-hmm. for tonight. Uh, NTC action that was uh, supposed to happen uh, or uh, that is currently uh, right now is scheduled. If we have any changes, we'll relay them to you on the website. Uh, there and follow along with everybody's social media accounts as well. Uh, St. Anthony hosting uh, Flora, North Clay at Windsor's Two Straws, Dietrich hosting FEM, County Herrick Beecher City at Shelbyville, San Elmo Brownstown at Martinsville, uh, South Central and Neoga. Uh, they were supposed to match up, but that game has been uh, moved yes. to uh, tomorrow, yep. uh, actually, or Thursday. Wednesday. Wednesday, all right. Wednesday. Moved to Wednesday, yes. So. That's Believe all in yourself, we got right now. We are still trying to keep everyone updated. Specifically, not so much around here. There were a couple schools. South Central, I know, did not have school today, um, and that is part of the reason why. Um, County Hank Beecher City and Shelbyville, neither of them had school today, so I don't know about that game. If we'll see that one get moved as well as we kind of go through, as well as St. Elmo Brownstown did not have school today, as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, but those are the. Around here. Changes we have now. Some of the schools that have to travel north of here, it's a different story. But around here, Mm NTC-wise, those were kind of the schools that didn't have school today. And also, uh, Altamont will be uh, making the uh, trek to OPH. And that game is in Hudsonville Mm -hmm. uh, tonight. Uh, There, they usually uh, try to uh, switch off with uh, girls and boys. And that one's in Hudsonville uh, there tonight. Um, and uh, currently right now, Charleston is scheduled to go to Decatur Eisenhower, Mount Zion hosting Rantoul, Washington at Muhammad Seymour, and the Lincoln Prairie, Arcola is at Sullivan, Oka Valley hosting Sarah Gordo, Argenta at Unity Christian, Tri-County at Villa Grove, and a game that's over on a WCRA is uh, Cumberland making the trek to Heritage. Tentatively. Sure. As of this moment. As of Heritage now. Heritage did not have school today. Uh, they have not made a decision yet on whether or not that game is going to go forward or not. Said that they will do it by later part of the day because they had e-learning. Sure. So they they technically had school. So mm-hmm. we'll wait and see on that. But if it is, it will be over on WCRA. Very well. And uh, that one making the trip to Heritage. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. And I, I, I think they'll try everything in their power to get this game in because it's right before the conference tournament. And we don't yet have the brackets. So this is the last conference game before mm-hmm. those are announced, which starts Friday. So you don't have a whole lot of wiggle room here. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, also in the little line, you got Newton hosting Mount Carmel. 
And Olney is at Casey Westfield tonight. That should be a good one in Casey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuscola is at Warrensburg. Latham, Clinton at Macon Meridian. Bloomington Central Catholic is at Shelbyville. And also in the uh, South Central, the uh, Litchfield Rick McGraw Memorial Tournament there. Uh, both gyms going on tonight. Roxana against Old Marquette. And uh, Nokomis against Troy Triad in the Panther Gym. And uh, at the uh, Simmons Gym, it's Matt Toon against Greenville. And a Civic Memorial going up against Litchfield uh, following that one. Again, closings and uh, cancellations over on the uh, website fmradio.com and our local sports tab is also where you can follow along with the sports cancellations as well. Mm -hmm. Any movement that we have throughout the day as well. All right. So uh, we uh, move along here and we move along and we stay in the realm of basketball. This time we switch it up to uh, college basketball and I put it off long enough. We need to uh, talk about it and uh, talk about the uh, loss and uh, get it out of the way. Move on, onward and upward. And we discuss that Illinois loss against Maryland uh, coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. If you've been injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions. They'll tell you if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-378-4750. So if you've been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, call now. Find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-378-4750 to speak with a live person now. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Tax Act can think of a million things more fun than filing taxes. Tax Act is going to name some now. Sitting in traffic. Folding a fitted bedsheet. Listening to your coworker talk about his fantasy team. Digging a hole. Digging an even larger hole next to that original hole. Unfortunately, TaxAct's filing software can't make taxes fun. But TaxAct can help you get them done. TaxAct, let's get them over with. And now... Illinois, they won barely. And I, I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying he's never been played like that before defensively he just couldn't get open they were grabbing him all game he was fouled on every possession they just wouldn't let me get open the starting lineup start the crybaby sound effect 
Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. CJ Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Eric Rice Sports Center update. The Blues gave up a pair of late goals during a 4-2 loss to the Flyers at the Enterprise Center. St. Louis will visit Washington on Thursday. St. Louis Cardinals Travis are bolstering their farm system. The team signed pitcher Vernilli Franco to an $800,000 deal in international free agency yesterday. Franco is the number 25 prospect from this year's international pool. St. Louis also signed 10 other players from outside the top 50. The Bulls weren't able to convert their 21-point comeback into a win during a 109-91 loss to the Cavaliers at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Colby White had 18 points in the losing effort. Zach Levine and Lucevich each had 17. The Bulls now 19-23. They visit Toronto on Thursday. Blackhawks came to avoid their fourth straight loss when they host the San Jose Sharks at United Center tonight. Blackhawks coming off a 3-1 loss against Dallas Stars on Saturday. Tonight's game starts at 7.30. The Cubs are building for their future. The team signed shortstop Fernando Cruz to a $4 million deal yesterday. Cruz is the fourth-ranked prospect in this year's international pool. Scouts like his defense and speed, and he has the profile of a player that could hit 20 to 25 home runs a year at the major league level. Cruz is just 17 years old. And the White Sox are adding depth to their bullpen. The team signed a former Rangers reliever Joe Barlow to a minor league deal that included an invitation to spring training yesterday. 28-year-old went 1-1 one one with a 4.66 ERA in 13 appearances last season. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. And I'm just ecstatic with the Cardinals moves. Number 25, Travis. Great. Top 25. Cool. If this was Illinois football, you'd be celebrating a top 25. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's college. Trying to help you. Yeah, I mean, we do need all the help we can get. Yeah, and it's a pitcher. So. You need pitchers. Yeah, we do need pitching. I don't know why we got the number four shortstop. In the, I mean, I thought Dan's response is going to be around for a while. I mean, we signed him, but. Yeah, for a while. Maybe not. You know, it's never too uh Never too early to I mean, think about the future. Just seventeen, so yeah, never too early to think about the future. Yep, and you know potentially a trade chip. There you go. As well, you never want to tell anyone that. Right. Maybe right. you think of that in the back of your mind. All right, so uh, here we are on this uh, <laughs> line I uh, Tuesday, and I guess I have to eat my humble pie here uh-huh. as uh, the uh, Fighting Illini go down there on a Sunday. As Maryland was victorious, uh, seventy-six to uh, sixty-seven. Illinois falls here on Sunday. Yep, not the best performance. No, I mean first half was decent, led by two. Yeah, you know I thought the game was uh, we had a twenty to we had a good start. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, I felt like we had a twenty to eleven lead. I think at one point, and that's where I thought that all all went wrong. Uh, there, it, uh, just seemed like when Maryland got going, uh, they got going and we didn't stop them. Yep. Uh, Jameer Moore was, or Jameer Young was a good there for Maryland. He had 28 points. Julian Reese dominated in the paint. He had 20 points, 11 rebounds and Maryland just dominated us in the points in the paint department. We got outscored their like 51 or 53 to 29 in the paint. Not a good day 
uh, there for normally the second ranked team in the country uh, in a two-point percentage. I know their percentage wasn't very high, but still they put up 76 points on us. And they did one thing in the paint, and we did nothing to stop it. And, hey, go for it until until they try to stop it. And we didn't. And Maryland took advantage. Well, and Travis, the other thing, Illinois 21 of 64 from the field, 6 of 22 from three. Yeah, we start we started off good uh, from three, and what we only made like two two of them in the whole second half. Yeah, uh, there. And, so uh, some of them were, were good looks that just didn't fall. Others were were forced. But Hawkins 0 for four. Yeah, a couple of those were deep. Yeah, deep ones. I, I just and just the team overall. I mean, you know, I talk about this bench production all the time. You know, Harmon, oh for seven in twenty one minutes. You can't you can't have that. Especially no. when you're only going seven deep. You mm-hmm. gotta have every guy who steps on that floor contribute. If Bro. you're only gonna go seven deep. He did not contribute. Oh for seven in twenty one minutes is not good enough. Yeah. Danger two for four. That's decent, but only four rebounds. You want him to get more rebounds. You want him to come in and provide some defense in the post, like he said, because Maryland was working the post. Didn't happen. Yeah, no. And I don't know. And to me, Travis, and this is going to sound so weird, but to me it's so true. The fact that Danger played 10 minutes, all right, mm-hmm. and Greer played 34, right? Yeah. Greer, would, would you put him at the four? Yeah. Yeah, and Danger probably four or five, in, five. That po- in that post area, both of them? Yeah. And neither one of them had a foul. That tells no. me you're not working hard on defense. I'm okay getting a foul if you're trying to stop shots. Mm-hmm. Make them earn it at the line. Yeah. And Maryland went 12 of 17 from the free throw line. Illinois went 19 of 24. You shot more free throws than them. You were drawing the fouls, but you weren't pressuring Maryland in the post. Yeah. It just all day, it was, it was down there uh, like that. Uh, you know, Luke, Luke Goody, he started off good for – he was three for three to start out from three-point range, and then he finished three for seven mm-hmm. and only 13 points uh, there. Uh, so uh, Coleman Hawkins, yeah, he didn't have the best game. He fouled out as yep. well, frustrated uh, there. But I, I was going to come in and say that the – uh, star players with Young and Reese, they showed up, and their role players showed up as well. But, I mean, yeah, they got contributions from Scott and Geronimo yeah. uh, with nine points, which is better than our contributions mm-hmm. elsewhere. But um, maybe they didn't do it quite as much as I thought. But Well, and it does look like it in the box score, Travis, but yeah. Kaiser Jr., mm-hmm. 21 points. Yes, he went 0 for 2 from the field. No turnovers. Six rebounds. That's doing the little things. Yeah. And we don't have anyone on our team who does the little things. Yeah. Protect the ball. Realizing, hey, I'm not feeling it today from shooting. All right, I'm going to try and get involved somewhere else. Rebounding. Blocks. Forcing shots. However. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like every time we tried to get back into the game and just uh, like we did against uh, Purdue late in the game, we did something stupid. Yep. We would have a a turnover or we'd have a forced shot or something like that and just 
not our day there at the uh, State Farm Center. And just it just seems like more often than not, when the uh, Maryland's joined the Big Ten, we have not performed uh, mm-hmm. very well against the uh, Terrapins. And, you know, with that, it's kind of easy to say armchair quarterback. They were Illinois was favored by nine and a half in this yeah. one on Sunday. I think that's a little disrespectful to uh, Maryland. A little bit. No way they should have been uh, nine-point underdogs. Maybe slight underdogs, but nine and a half was, was big mm-hmm. uh, there on a Sunday. So there's a little disrespect there. And I said that they've had not much success since joining the conference. Three and ten mm-hmm. the Illini are against Maryland since joining the conference in 2014. Yeah, that's not a lot of success at all. And I also would say that the uh, team was due for a performance like this. And uh, a Big Ten team was due for this for losing at home because up until Sunday, the top seven Big Ten teams were 18-0 and at home in the conference, including the Illini, were 2-0 and there until Sunday. So they were due for a loss like that. Now, here's, here's the thing, Travis. Yes, Sunday was a stinker. Now you have two games to get it right. You go to Michigan, and this isn't Michigan of the years past. This no. is this is a, an easy get right game, and then you're at home against Rutgers, which again, they Rutgers plays so much worse on the road, and you already beat them at home, you know, at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. These are two games to get it right before you get into a little bit more heavier competition at Northwestern. I know you already beat them this year, but at Northwestern's a little different, and at, uh, taking on Indiana in Champaign. And then heading to Ohio State, which Ohio State not great, you know, twelve and five, still great, but only two and four in Big Ten play as of this moment. So mm-hmm. you're getting into a stretch here before you kind of get a little bit of a leeway. Basically, I'm looking at that um, from after the Nebraska game, you know, at Michigan State, Michigan at Maryland, as kind of like a three game break there in in mid February, which are all winnable games, including Penn State after that. Those are four games you need to win. You need to win all four of those games, and then you you end up the year strong mm-hmm. with with some tough games. So yeah, as much as you hate it, you still can rebound from this. You still can get everything right. Um, the problem is now you're two games back in the loss column to Wisconsin, um, and you're only one game up on on Maryland. As far as you know, they're three and three. You're three and two, so you're one game up in the loss column, and they have beaten you. So mm-hmm. you you, you got to factor that in as well. So because it's time to start thinking, Travis, conference tournament, double buys, everything like that, it's coming, it's happening, yeah. and you know we know Purdue is Purdue, and we know that you know they're not the top dogs right now in the conference. That's Wisconsin. Wisconsin hasn't lost in Big Ten play yet. Mm-hmm. Those the yeah, log jam is from second on back. And yeah. you're right there if you're Illinois. Mm-hmm. So you got to stand out here if you want to get those double buys. And that Michigan game is coming up on a Thursday. Yes. Uh, they're 7.30 at tip-off. Uh, they're 6.30, 6.30 will begin our coverage yep. uh, here on a 98.9. And then that Rutgers game in the Champaign is going to be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, there for your listening a pleasure. Noon a start time there on Sunday, so another nooner start time yep. uh, there, bub. Uh, ouch, bad performance. We move on, onward and upward. We uh, go through the handshakes line, mature, straight ahead, 
nothing nothing should have happened there at the end of the game. I think uh, Anderson made a lot to do about nothing uh, there. But uh, just go onward and upward and be the bigger person and uh, go on there. And Illinois wasn't the only top ten team that went down last week. Eight of the top yes. ten teams lost this past week. The only two that didn't was UConn and North Carolina. And that shows in the uh, polls there yesterday. Illini slipped down to 14. And uh, those two teams that didn't lose moved up, mm-hmm. and including UConn, who's now the new number one. Yep. And Purdue fell to the number two spot uh, there. So uh, weird things happening mm-hmm. in college basketball, at least mm-hmm. in the top ten uh, there. Not just Illini, but uh, we move on onward and upward to beat Michigan on Thursday. We had the Fab Five yes, in attendance I saw that. in one of their last games uh, there. And a big game on uh, tonight in the uh, Big Ten. We got uh, the rivalry, Purdue and Indiana. It's a big game, man, Indiana. That's I'll at the other it. assembly hall. Uh, when you say after every kickoff that IU blank after every kickoff, no matter who team you're that you're playing, yeah, you don't like each other. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a, it's a rivalry yeah. <laughs> there. So uh, we'll return to close out the show talking about the NBA to close things out here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean... I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. And now, it's, it's time on. for the top three. And just... It's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome 
back in into the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for a, a smidge a bit uh, longer. We close out uh, quickly uh, with the uh, NBA uh, from last night. I think Eric mentioned in his uh, sports on our head there. The Bulls mm-hmm. took a loss in Cleveland. 109-91 was the final score there. Yeah. Uh, the Grizz put it on the Warriors. Spoiled Draymond's return. A shorthanded Grizz, by the way. I think they have eight players on their roster right now. <laughs> they were shorthanded, and yep. they won 116-107. to 107. <sighs> Making people on first take. Uh-huh. Get rid of Clay Thompson today. <sighs> Dynasty's over. Yep. Follow the Warriors. Yep. Uh, the Mavs, they won by five over the uh, Pelicans, 125-2-1-20. Kyrie goes for 42 uh, 76ers, one of the Rockets, uh, and a Joel Embiid goes for a 41. Uh, this one was 98-94, to 94, a final score, Orlando beating the Knicks. We'll see that too often. Uh, the Pistons won, fourth game of the hey. year. They beat the Wizards. Throw a party there in Michigan. Oh, wait, they did. 129-117. It's all coming up Michigan. That's right. We got the Lions winning, you got Michigan National Championship. And the Pistons win their fourth game. I was going to look at how are the Red Wings doing. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. I'll, I'll look that up, Travis. You keep going. Hawks won over uh, Wimby and the Spurs. Yeah, they got 49 points. They're uh, 22-16-5. Uh, say doing pretty decent. Then. They're fourth in the Atlantic. 26 points for Wimby. 13 mm-hmm. rebounds as well. Five blocks. Uh, he won an overtime over the uh, Nets by one. Celtics over the Raptors. Uh, the Pacers have fell to the Jazz, 132-105. And the Lakers with the win over the Thunder, 112-105. to So Lakers beating the better Thunder. Mm-hmm. AD goes for 27 in that one. Uh, games to tonight on a national TV. In the first game, you got uh, Jokic versus Embiid. Nuggets against the 76ers in Philly. And the Thunder are staying put in L.A. They're taking on the other team in Tinseltown, the Clippers, tonight. And also got the Kings and Suns as well. Uh, but they're not on national TV. So. No, of course not. TNT tonight has the coverage of Tuesday night action in the NBA. All right, so well, that will conclude us for the uh, starting lineup here on Treasure Radio. And uh, so we'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast. So catch us there. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe. And enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Peace. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome into overtime of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And uh, coming up, we got uh, some This Date in Sports History. Mm-hmm. We got uh, some uh, Pick'em to uh, recap from Super Wild Card Weekend. Yep. And see whatever else we can get to here in the pod as well. Mm-hmm. 
Is there anything on sports there you want to clean up? Yes. Uh, it's official. Travis Caleb William announced on Monday that he will not return for his senior season. He is declaring for the NFL draft. Hmm. So. Yeah. He's uh. He's coming out after all. Yep. After all the threats and everything like that. Nope. Coming out. The Falcons have completed an interview for their head coaching position. This team announced on Monday that they've met with Bill Belichick about their open head coaching position. The six-time Super Bowl champion was let go by the New England Patriots last week after spending 24 seasons in Foxborough. Pats went 4-3 and three this year and have missed the playoffs during the last four years. Atlanta is looking for a new head coach after firing Arthur Smith. That is not where I thought Bill Belichick would possibly end up. No, but... Hey, interview for the job. I think he's got their credentials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of interviews, Travis, Jim Harbaugh could be returning to the NFL sideline. The Los Angeles Chargers announced they've completed an interview with the current Michigan head coach on Monday. Harbaugh and the Wolverines, of course, were just in the won the college football playoff national championship last week. The 60-year-old was hired by Michigan after serving as head coach of the 49ers from 2011 to 2014. Yep. I think that's where he ends up if he goes anywhere. Uh, yeah, it's uh, probably uh, yeah. a good a good place for him to land. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Bill Belichick, yeah, the, he and uh, Coach Sirianni there in Philadelphia could also be an option, and yep. Harbaugh to Philadelphia would be an option too. Mm-hmm. Well, two people who we know will be back in Michigan include running back Donovan Edwards and linebacker Josiah Stewart, as they both announced they are returning to Ann Arbor for the 2024 season. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia football retained its new assistant coach despite his desire for a bigger role at his former school. ESPN reports that Tavarius Robinson interviewed for Alabama's open head coach position after Nick Saban announced his retirement. However, Kalen DeBauer was named Saban's successor with the Crimson Tide, and the Bulldogs hired Robinson three days later to become the school's co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach. Mm-hmm. Memphis Grizzlies continue to face tough adversity in a tumultuous season. The team announced that Desmond Bain is dealing with a sprained ankle and will miss the next six weeks. Bain suffered the injury during last week's loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. He becomes the fourth starter for Memphis, who's been sidelined for an extended period of time due to injury. Stephen Adams, John Morant are out the rest of the season. Marcus Smart is going to miss six weeks with a finger injury. So, we talked about it, Travis. That Memphis win is pretty huge, considering that they have four of their five starters out and like eight people on their team right now. Yeah. They're playing like Illinois. Everybody duct tape held together there in Memphis. Put them in the bubble. Put them in the bubble. I guess so. Uh, The top pick in the 2023 NBA draft is preparing to take part in all-star weekend. The athletic reports that San Antonio Spurs center Victor Wimbanyama plans to participate in the skills challenge on all-star Saturday night. Rookie center from France leads San Antonio with 19.6 points, 10.3 rebounds, and 3.2 blocks per game this season. NBA All-Star Weekend will take place in Indianapolis this season. The Skills Challenge will be held Saturday, February 17th. Mm. Skills Challenge, not the dunk contest. Skill Challenge coming to you. Which, by the way, I want to point out, did you see who is signed up for the dunk contest, Travis? No. The guy who won it last year, the G-Leaguer. Guess what? He's still a G-Leaguer. And they invited mm. him back just to defend his title. Yeah. He's going to do Because they can't get actual NBA players to do the slam dunk contest. <laughs> they got to pull people from yep. the G League again two years in a row. 
the Colorado Avalanche will be without uh, Valari Nushushkin. How's that? That close? For the near future, the team announced the forward has entered the NHL-NHLPA player assistance program. He'll return to the Avs once he's cleared by program administrators. Nurushkin missed Saturday's game against the Maple Leafs and has racked up 22 goals for to assist this season. His teammate, Samuel Gerard, also entered the player assistance program in November after dealing with anxiety and depression that led to alcohol abuse. So hopefully both those players get the help that they need. Yeah. Pro wrestler Hulk Hogan is being credited with rescuing a 17-year-old girl from a car crash just west of Tampa International Airport Sunday night. Based on a social media account, TMZ reports that Hogan was driving with his wife, Sky Daly, and a friend when they witnessed the wreck. The wrestler reportedly used a tool to cut through the airbag and helped the driver, who was not seriously injured, escape the car. Hogan, whose real name is Terry Balea, lives in Pinellas County. Hmm, Let me tell you something, brother. I can get that airbag out of there, dude. Good Samaritan Good right Samaritan there, brother. Good Samaritan, Hogan. <laughs> what did he do? Why does he need the karma? <laughs> well, he's found Jesus now. That's true. He's He was baptized. Got married again. So there you go. Yes. Good karma coming in the way of the Hulkster with an NWO shirt on, by the way. New, that new, TMZ, new, new, world over. <laughs> on that TMZ yes. photo. And Travis, if I uh-huh. am a kiddo in a certain household, I am asking a raise in my allowance and that is the Swanson household as Mallory Swanson has agreed on a record-breaking contract with the NWSL's Chicago Red Stars so she's staying in Chicago for two million dollars including a fifth year option Swanson joined the Red Stars from 2020 in 2021 from the Sky Blue FC and is signed through 2028 setting an NWSL record for the most long-term contract and making her the league's highest paid player of course swanson said that re-signing with chicago was an easy decision because it kept her with her family as swanson married dansby swanson december 2022 no longer goes by her former surname of pug so there you go so you factor that in with the fact that dansby swanson gets about 25 million dollars a year I'm going to be a kiddo in that household. I'm asking for a raise in my allowance. Definitely. Mom, you're the highest paid player in the NWSL. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Dad, you're making 250 or 25,000, 25 million a year. Pay me. Yeah. Pay me. Yeah, they can uh, they can afford it. They can afford it. And when you said that that they signed she signed a new contract, the biggest contract ever. I was like Someone besides Chicago? Is that one of the reasons why Dansby Swanson yes. signed yes. in Chicago? Which would have but been it makes really, sense. It would have been really bad if she signed somewhere else. Yeah, I know. It would be like, oh, gosh, Dansby wants out. Yeah. We're leaving. But, no, she re-signed. Uh, her deal, by the way, um, uh, it's going to be $400,000 per year, which surpassed Houston Dash winger Maria Sanchez, who signed a three-year deal worth $1.5 million. Uh, Trinity Rodman. Dennis's daughter signed a four-year $1.1 million contract in 2022. The NWSL commissioner, Jessica Berman, said last week that the league has increased the salary cap by 40% to $2.75 million and agreed to a landmark four-year media rights deal. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. So, we'll see. Uh, the president of the Red Stars said the Red Stars could not be more excited that Mallory Swanson has decided to extend her career with us here in Chicago. 
Mallory exemplifies the grit, focus, and resiliency of our franchise and is an anchor for this team. Mal is a born leader on and off the field, and I look forward to working with her to make the Red Stars a championship team. The grit. The grit. Don't forget the NWSL 2024 season kicks off March 16th, Travis. Mm. Put that on your calendar right now. March 16th. Don't want you to forget. We'll have to talk about that first things first that day. So mm. Get you prepared. Week out, we need to get ready with the NWSL uh, preview. We'll make our picks, too. March 16th, the day before St. Patty's Day. That's right. Mm. Two days after my wife's birthday. Hmm. I know what I'm getting her for her birthday. We're going to go see an NWSL game. I'm sure that's exactly <laughs> exactly what she wants for her birthday. Surprise her. <laughs> yeah. She will be surprised. Oh, you know, she would be. Uh, but the good kind. Not the good kind, no. But mm, maybe a jersey. There you go. So, or a soccer kit. Yes. Whatever they call it. I don't know. I call it a jersey or a shirt. In hockey, it's a sweater. Whatever. The sweater. Have you have you been you've been I know you've been to a Blues game. Are you going to a City game this year, Travis? Uh, if I can find a ticket. Yeah. Pretty hard to come by. And they are. They're not cheap. No, they're not. Um, I mean, yeah, I check it out. Yeah. Just to experience it. I mean, you've been to every other St. Louis sporting event, so you need to. Might as well. You need to include that one. Yeah. I need to check it off the bucket list. Yep. I mean, you've even been to the Battle Hawks. For sure. Oh, yeah. Who are coming back, by the way. Of course. This United Football League. Yes. That I've seen commercials for and touted about. Yep. Yeah. Although I they think I think you lost your quarterback. I think he got drafted somewhere. They don't have it on ESPN's line here, so I thought they were supposed to be a big part of. Who knows? I mean, they have they have the XFL spot, but uh, they have three spots for wrestling, but no spots for the uh, UFL. United Football League. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, the Battle Hawks are back. Yes. So, it will be. Let's see here. The Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Roughnecks, Memphis Showboats, Michigan Panthers, Arlington Renegades, DC Defenders, San Antonio Brahmas, and the St. Louis Battle Hawks. Mm-hmm. That's right. Michigan Panthers, by the way, are going to play at Ford Field. Nice. Very nice. Season should be starting in March. Bob Stoops going to be the coach of Arlington. Wade Phillips, San Antonio. Back. Skip Holtz of for the Birmingham. New season. Good stuff. Good stuff. So get ready for Skip the Holtz. UFL. The USFL Conference and the XFL Conference, of course. Yep. yep. <laughs> It doesn't say when the season starts, though. Um, I just saw it. Hold on. Um, Concludes on June 2nd. Training camp begins February 24th Hmm. in Arlington. 
today they did the they did the selection process on the fifth. So let me see, Travis, who you got? Um, um, uh, oh man, I haven't released the schedule yet. No, I don't want the University of Florida. <laughs> got Nick Tiano, the quarterback from UT Chattanooga, as well as Manny Wilkins. Those are your two quarterbacks, Travis. Hmm. So, A.J. McCarron, not back with the Battlehawks. No. Nope. Doing other things, I guess. I think he went to another team. Hmm. I saw he was dispersed or drafted, however it is they did it. To a different team, um, which I'm trying to look up now. Oh, H.A. Um, did he get picked up by the Bengals again? I mean, it says Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. Oh, maybe. Um, I thought he went somewhere... In the USFL. Yeah, he was the the backup in Cincinnati. Well, there you go. I mean, they needed another quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. So, there you go. I'm glad we figured out A.J. McCarron's whereabouts. Yep, yep, yep. I've seen all I needed to see of A.J. McCarron in the last 24 hours. Um, More than I thought. There you go. So... Travis, I'm going to get you tickets for the Battlehawks right now. There you go. Make it happen. Yep. I'll go. Or you can just get season ticket membership. Mm. It includes five events. Mm-hmm. The Battlehawks versus TBD five times. Okay, get ready for that. TBD. Yep. So, nothing yet. But, hey, it's coming soon. I'll pencil it in. Yep. I'll put it on the schedule. Kickoff uh, March 30th. Mm, there you go. So March it, 30th. it is soon. Yep. However, you haven't yet announced uh, schedules or the ability to get tickets, and we're basically a month out. So we're more than a month, but mm, a month and a half. But they'll come I around. Guess two and a half. Two and a half. They'll come around. Yep. Alrighty. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's get to uh, this day in uh, sports history. All right. Well, first we gotta go back to yesterday, Travis, because there are some things that I missed yesterday that you are missed. pretty important. Yes. Hmm. So January fifteenth, Travis, we're going all the way back to eighteen ninety two. Hmm. That's when the rules of basketball were published by Dr. James Naismith. A soccer ball and peach baskets were used in the game's original form. So yes. The birth of basketball was yesterday, back in 1892. Hmm. Nice. Also, January 15th, 1967, in the first Super Bowl, then called the AFL-NFL World Championship game, Vince Lombardi-led Packers beat Kansas City. Bart Starr won the first of his two Super Bowl MVP awards. So the first Super Bowl took place yesterday. Wow. That seems pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> also, January 15th, 2000, the Jags beat the Dolphins 62-7. to in the AFC wildcard round, it's the second largest postseason win in NFL history at the time. It wound up being the final game of Dan Marino's career. That's the final game he's going out on, Travis, losing 62-7 to to the Jags. Wow. That's an awful ending. <laughs> yeah, not the best. No. 
Not and the best last finally, game. Finally, January 15, 2006, the Steelers beat the Colts 21-18 after Mike Vanderjack missed a 46-yard field goal with 17 seconds left to cap a wild finish. The play of the game comes on a rare Jerome Bennis goal line fumble when Ben Roethlisberger makes a last-ditch shoestring tackle to prevent Nick Harper from running the recovery back for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Now, we only have two things for today, but I still think these are two pretty decent ones. Uh, on this day back in 1993, Michael Jordan scored 64 points, but Chicago was upended in overtime by visiting Orlando 128-124. The Magic were led by a certain rookie center named Shaquille O'Neal, who had 29 points and 24 rebounds. I think his career worked out. Both of them. Michael Jordan and Shaq, I think, had I think did so. pretty good. Yeah. And finally, Travis, on this day, we were just talking about it. On this day back in 2016, the Packers tie the game on a Hail Mary from Aaron Rodgers to Jeff Janis, but the Cardinals win in overtime. Larry Fitzgerald sets up the winning touchdown, the 75-yard catch to the five-yard line, and then he goes on to catch the winning touchdown himself. There you go. That's the uh, one that we were talking about. Yeah, where Aaron Rodgers airs it out and mm-hmm. gets the Hail Mary. Everyone kind of forgets that game went to overtime and the Cardinals would end up winning it. Right, but. yeah. Um, so there you go. That is uh, your to this day. There you go. We got a lot more coming up uh, this week. All right. So. Very well. Yep. All right. So uh, the only thing that we have left here is to uh, recap. Recap pick them. Football pick them. Recap. Let's do it. All righty, let's do it. Here we go, Travis. We'll start off Browns minus two at the Texans. Travis picked the Texans. I picked the Browns, so Travis gets a win in that one. Dolphins at the Chiefs. Chiefs minus four and a half. Travis went with the Chiefs. I went with the Dolphins, so Travis gets a win in that. Mm-hmm. Eagles minus three at the Bucks. Travis went with the Bucks. I went with the Bucks. We both get wins in that one. Steelers at the Bills minus nine and a half. Travis went with the Bills. I went with the Bills. We both get wins in that one. Packers at the Cowboys, minus seven. We both picked the Cowboys. We both took L's. And finally, Rams at Lions. Lions minus three. Travis, we both went Rams. It was a one-point game, so we both got wins in that one. Ah, nice. Yes. So, if you'd been perfect this far, you'd be 335 points is what you'd have points-wise. Travis, you come in with 134. Mm Mm-hmm. I have 131, so you have taken the lead extended your lead you're up by three record wise you'd be 170 and oh if you have been perfect travis you are 103 and 68 i am 107 and 64 so Mm. i have a three game lead on you on the records but you have more points than i do Mm. there we go there you go and we will pick more games uh coming up this weekend very well very well glad to hear it there you go all right. And, Travis, we are 30 days away from Daytona. 33. 33 days. 33 days wow. away from the Daytona 500 NASCAR pick And, actually, it starts before that because the clash. The, the clash ca- is the clash before is that. Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going clash at the castle. That's not right. <laughs> That's, a, That's something else. It's a different premium line. February 4th. February 4th is the clash. That's, like, two weeks away. Yeah. At the Memorial Coliseum, so. Yeah, two or there's going to be two races there this year because the Mexico series will be there. 18 days, 11 hours, 30 minutes, and 38 seconds. They got a counter on the website. Mm. That's the only reason I know. So There you go. 
Oh, official travel packages. Travis, what do you think? You want to go out to L.A.? No. Oh, okay. No. Right. Well, I mean, to get away from this weather, sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You have to deal with the traffic and yeah. the hippies out there. Yeah, that's true. In L.A. with their drinks, their vegetable drinks, keto drinks, <laughs> kale drinks. Yep. All of the above. Express lattes. So. All right. <laughs> all right. I was just going off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know why I did this there. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. All right. So I think that'll do it here for the uh, show here for the podcast. So we're going to get on getting on and enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be back to recap the things that happen in the local sports tonight. We'll be back to recap it on a tomorrow's program. All right. So until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace out. <laughs>